welcome to another episode of the Amazing Grace Podcast. I'm Grace Molesky, and today I am joined by Emma Couch. Emma, what have you been up to? Nothing much. What have you been up to, Grace? I am just finishing out my senior year as the best way I can, so I'm staying very busy. (laughs) Sounds good. Yes. So, a little backstory about Emma and I. Um, we had a class together sophomore year, and she was about my only friend in the class. It was her and I, and then we looked around, and we were like, we don't know anyone in this class. And then one day during, like, I feel like it was October or something, she just stopped showing up to class, <laughs> and I, I was just in sitting in class by myself for, like, a week straight. And I was like, I finally texted her, and I was like, are you okay (laughs) and she didn't respond so then i was asking around i was like has anyone heard from emma and then i finally got a response from someone and they were like well she was actually uh she had a seizure and she's like going through all this testing and stuff i'm like no way and then emma finally texted me back and was like sorry i i just kept having seizures and i wasn't able to be on my phone now so it was kind of crazy yeah and (laughs) So, what was that like? Do you remember your first seizure? Um, well, at the time, they were, what the doctors had called them, they were um, known as anxiety seizures, I guess, at the time. They hadn't really gone into my epileptic seizures. Um, they were just known as my underlying stress and anxiety seizures from just a lot of my childhood trauma I guess you can say so that's what they had um put them at as the time from just uh some childhood trauma from eight years prior because at the time I was 16 that I my body had not really um come to uh how do I say this come to my brain had not really developed uh, yeah developed it or come to like experience it at the time but then it slowly did so then that's why my body was having these at the time like then that's why my body was acting out in this way so and uh do you like when when you're having a seizure like you obviously don't really have any idea what's going on yeah but is it how confusing is it when you're like coming out of a seizure um well whenever I first come out of it it's kind of almost like whenever you pass out it's like you don't know where you're at or it's yeah you don't know where you're at or like where you've been it's very scary okay yeah and um were you with anyone the first time you had a seizure um the first time that I had one I was with my mom I believe is whenever I first had like an anxiety based one. Mm-hmm. And then the first time that I had an epileptic seizure, I was actually with a friend and her dad was a firefighter. So that was kind of good because it worked out that yeah. way. So, yeah. And um, some of your siblings do have epilepsy, right? Yes. And so did your mom like know what was happening or was she a little confused too? Um, well, at the time, my mom kind of thought that it was just one of my anxiety-based seizures, so she didn't really think anything of it. But then once she kind of saw me have one of the epileptic seizures, then she knew what was happening, and she knew what had 
had to be done. So then she started getting me in to see like a neurologist and things like that. So. And are you able to describe what it's like to have a seizure or do you not like, no, like, I don't know how to word that question. Like, uh, do you know how to describe a seizure for people that don't really know what a seizure is? Um, from my perspective, I would say it's just like you pass out almost. That's how mine are. It's like I pass out and then I wake up and I don't really remember anything. Mm-hmm. But I have seen my brother have them before. And it's a very scary experience to see someone that you love have a seizure. It's like their whole body is shaking and mm-hmm. it's very scary it is very terrifying yes i've been with you yes um one night i was driving emma taylor alley uh we were all going to walmart because what else do you do in indiana yep and uh we were on our way to walmart and i was driving Allie was next to me emma and taylor were in the back seat and i didn't uh Taylor described it as like Emma turning around, like looking behind her, and then uh, she was told that she had to record it before the doctor because you were yeah. have, you're struggling with your doctor. So yeah. she got her phone out and was like, "Guys," and Allie. Then you start having a seizure, and Allie tur- takes off her seatbelt, jumps to like the back seat, throws her hand in between your head in the window, and then I'm like, "What do I do? <laughs> I am driving, so I'm just trying to get." to the parking lot as fast as i can and luckily we're right at the light so we turned in and i'm calling your mom and just it was so scary for anyone that has not witnessed one yeah terrifying and then uh emma she woke up her mom was right there kind of explained to her what happened and then she was like emma had a choice to go home that night or to stay and she was like i want to stay with my friends like i'm okay and Juana was like, okay, well, she should be fine. She's never had more than one in one night. After she has one, she's normally just tired. She'll probably go to bed and have a headache. And I'm like, okay. And, like, we get her ibuprofen, and we get home, and we're all chilling in my room, and uh, we're watching TV. And then Emma's like, I'm going to go use the restroom. And we're like, okay. She goes into the restroom. And, like, Taylor, Allie, and I are talking. And then, like, we hear something drop. And it's like when you, like, drop soap in the shower, and it makes that loud thumping noise. And we all looked at each other like, w- did she just drop something? And we heard it again. And we all didn't even say a thing. We just sprinted to the bathroom. Luckily, my brother broke the lock on the bathroom a while back ago. So the bathroom door doesn't lock. Walk in. Emma's having a seizure on the floor in between the toilet and the sink. So uh, that was also very scary. So, again, I am calling Juana. She's on <laughs> yep. the way over. Allie's helping her out. We're ha- she finally wakes up and we kind of explained to her what was happening and then we sent her home and those that was probably one of the scariest nights of my life yeah <laughs> yeah and and all emma does is make jokes about it <laughs> <laughs> that's my way of coping i guess <laughs> yeah well very scary if you have not seen one just if you you're very lucky if you have not seen one yes. or had to have one um but the doctor did tell you that someone had to catch your uh, seizures on camera. Yes. And so you put Taylor in charge of that because you're, you're always with her. You're like, Taylor, you have to record it. Yeah. If it happens, like, that's your main priority. Yeah. And uh, why did they have to have it on recording? 
Um, just because it's actually very, it's like normal for everyone to have one seizure in their life. And so, um, since I was having the anxiety-based seizures at the time as well, um, they can't put you on medicine or anything like that for anxiety-based seizures. All they can do is really put you on anxiety medicine, but they, that doesn't stop those. So whenever I started having epileptic seizures, my doctor wanted to see videos of those to make sure that that's what they were. Mm -hmm. And so he needed to make sure that's that's what they were so I could be put on the correct medication and things like that. So that's what they wanted the, the video recordings for. And how long did it take you to be put on the right medicine? I think it was probably three or four, or maybe even five, epileptic seizures I ended up having to have before he finally said, okay, yeah, you're having epileptic seizures. We're going to put you on some medicine for those. And how often did you have those seizures? Um, it was probably once every month that I was having them. And then I had two, finally had two in the same nice. night. And then, yeah. And how is, how is the doctor experience with all of this? Are uh, Like, what type of tests do you have to take? Um, normally, whenever you start having seizures or any kind of, like, there's absent seizures, there's definitely multiple different kinds of seizures you do an EEG it's where it's like these little sticky things that they stick to your head and they just see like the brain movements the waves in your head that just see if there's anything like contacting between your brain so they can just see different kinds of movements okay and how nice were the doctors um most of the doctors were very nice but whenever I was having all of my anxiety-based seizures some of them said that I was faking it or I was doing it to myself or things like that. And if they would pinch me a certain way that I would stop and I was doing it just for like attention or things like that, which that did not make my mom very happy because believe <laughs> me, I was not doing that to myself in any way. Yeah. And um, how many, so you kind of brought it up. There's a bunch of different types of seizures. Do mm -hmm. you know like the amount, like can you, how many can you list off of the top of your head? Um... I do know there's there's the ones that you can have for like anxiety. There's ones where you just kind of space out um, for a long period of time. Then there's the grandma seizures, which is where you have the, your whole body that shake. Um, I'm not really sure. There's a ton of different ones. Mm -hmm. So, um, And then what do you think uh, seizures take away from you? Um, there's definitely a lot of different things, I would say. Uh, for me personally, I would say that it took away a lot of my high school experience. Mm -hmm. um, I was unable to come to school for not just because of my seizures, but for a lot of different things. But I say for most of my sophomore and my junior year, you know, a lot of my friends got to go out and they got to go to parties and stuff like that. But a lot of the times I was not able to do that because a lot of people were scared that oh well if she's around flashing lights and she has a seizure here we don't want to deal with that yeah and so a lot of times my feelings were hurt or I was upset because I was not allowed to come to those sort of events and I also I still can't drive I just was able to get my permit because seizures held me back from that yeah and then how long do you have to um like go without having a seizure for you to get your license so every single time you have a seizure, it push, pushes you back six months from being able to get your license. So you can have your permit, but you aren't eligible to drive. 
Okay. And then, like, so if you go six months and then you can finally get the process, like, go through the process of getting your license and you get your license, if you end up having another seizure down the road, does it, like, are you, do you have to wait another six months to drive? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, is there anything else besides, like, the friend part or driving that it takes away from you? Or would you say that's, like, a big... Um. I would say that and just like if you don't really know like what triggers your seizures so like for me I don't really know what it is like I don't really know if it's like loud noises or flashing lights Mm -hmm. you just kind of have to like navigate what it is so like you don't really know like can I go to concerts can I you know like be in like loud places or Mm -hmm. stuff like that so I would just say you kind of have to figure out what you can be around and stuff like that for a while just so you can you kind of have to just get used to it you kind of have to navigate your way through life with something like this how have you figured out what kind of triggers your seizures or is that still a work in progress um I would say it's probably still a work in progress I just think that I've gotten used to living with them now Mm -hmm. and just I've gotten used to knowing that I have this disorder and that a lot of people don't understand it but that's okay so and then um talking about things I got taken away from you this happened the fall of our sophomore year and then the second semester COVID happened so kind of a good time and bad time Mm -hmm. for it to happen because you missed a lot of school that sophomore year yeah but at the same time like everyone was missing school so it wasn't like crazy makeup work yeah and you had that time to kind of adjust to your new lifestyle Mm -hmm. I guess um when did you start coming back to school full-time um I started coming back to school full-time this year so senior year was my first day so first day of senior year was my first day back at school in person since October of 2019 yeah that's crazy yeah um and how often do you have seizures now um now I am completely seizure free oh awesome yeah when was the last time you had a seizure um probably I want to say sometime last year I'm not sure of the exact date or anything but I think that's probably somewhere around there and um what are people supposed to do when their friend is having a seizure or their sibling's having a seizure what is that person supposed to do to help um the most thing that I have been told and things that I've learned is just that you want to be able to get them on their side and make sure Mm -hmm. that there's nothing like behind their head I mean you can hold their head or something like that but the most thing you want to do is just make sure that they're on their side and just be there to comfort them and just just be able to make sure they're out there on their side though so that they don't choke on their tongue or anything like that and just be there to comfort them I think would be the number one thing so that whenever they come out of it they know that you're there and that they're not they're not scared Thank you, Emma, for joining and telling us what it's like to live with epilepsy. If you haven't seen a seizure before, just know that they are very scary to watch. Hopefully you learned something new about epilepsy. I'm Grace Molesky, and you're listening to Amazing Grace.